Blog Talk Radio. The CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for important causes and issues like financial literacy. That is why so many people listen to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. Lionel is a seasoned veteran in the finance industry, but more importantly, Lionel cares about people. He shares his vast knowledge of the finance world in a personal way that goes beyond dollars and cents, with advice that makes sense. So let Lionel help you get your finances in order, or avoid costly errors in judgment that may be devastating to you and your family. Listen to the Lionel Shipman Check Your Finances show every Tuesday exclusively on the CWR Talk Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central. Well, hello and welcome to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show here on the CWR Talk Network. And I am your host, Lionel Shipman. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. I want to give a huge shout out and a huge thank you to all of our regular listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in week after week, month after month, and year after year. And want a huge shout out, a huge thank you to all of my new listeners. Thank you so much for joining tonight, and hopefully you will become a regular listener going forward. And ultimately, want to thank God for another day to make a positive difference in the lives of others. For all of my new listeners, my radio show is a financial and life empowerment show focusing in on improving your financial outlooks. But it doesn't stop there. I'm here to give you some life lessons. That means educating you in the other important areas of life, mind, body, and spirit, to help you live life to the fullest. So in a nutshell, I'm here to help you. Well, It is the 16th day of June 2020, and a lot has transpired this year up to this point. I have to say, even from the show that we did last week, my heart is still hurting because racism continues to stain our society. The sin of racism, which began at the inception of our country, continues to plague America today and all around the world. So, let's work together to eliminate this plague from our families, our communities, our schools, our businesses, our government, and from every area of our society. So, make sure that we are praying and that we are taking action to eliminate this plague. Just wanted to say those words to you. It still uh, hurts my heart to see what's going on here in our country. Well, tonight is a solo show, which means that you got me to talk to. Well, I will be talking to you tonight uh, without a guest. And I love the topic that we're going to hit on tonight, couples and money in the days of COVID-19. And by the way, if you're in a state where cases have been rising, we got to remain vigilant. I know that there are several people out there in, the, in, in our country that are not 
taking the necessary precautions to protect themselves and to protect others. The only way until there's a vaccine or until there's some other type of uh, medicine that's discovered, the only way that we can curb this virus from uh, spreading and, and, and causing sickness and unfortunately death in many Americans, as I last I've last seen this, it's above 115,000 people that have died from this virus. Uh, and I've never said this actually on air. Uh, I've had, you know, my wife and I, we've had two members of our family to die of this virus. So please don't take this lightly. Please wear your mask when you're out and about. Wear your gloves if necessary. Make sure that we're washing our hands using sanitizing uh, uh, agents. And if you don't have to go out, stay at home. Let's be careful. I know that it's a chore of having to be locked down for days and weeks and months on hand, but you should value your life above this lockdown that we really do need to do to curb this or to limit our exposure out there. So please make sure that we're doing what's necessary to take care of ourselves and looking out for our loved ones and also looking out for those that are out in the community as well. So remember, uh, I think it's up to like 20 some odd states now that are seeing a rise in cases. And even in my home county in uh, Alabama, there have been a rising in cases. So let's remain vigilant uh, and do, what, do what's necessary to uh, stop this virus from spreading. And if you didn't know that, you can actually listen to my shows on demand, meaning uh, all the shows that I do on Tuesday night are live shows. But if you're out jogging, you're out walking, you're at your desk working, or you're at, there at home, or even in your car, you can listen to all of my shows on demand. You can catch me on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Uh, you can just go to any of those platforms and look up the CWR Talk Network, and you can scroll to my shows, Shape Your Finances. If you haven't visited my website at shipmanconsulting.com, I've actually created a gallery of all of my past guests that I've had here on the show. So uh, I would encourage you to go please check that out. You can see all the different topics that I've talked, uh, touched on rather, uh, since the inception of the show. Various financial topics. Uh, I've, I have some great guests that we've spoke on a lot of different topics from leadership to education, but also to finances and business finance. So we, we've touched on a whole lot of things. So like I said, my show, life, uh, financial life empowerment. So anything dealing with finances, anything dealing with trying to empower our lives overall to, so we can live life to the fullest. That's what I'm all about here on my show. So if you go to shipmentconsulting.com, check out the gallery and go and uh, see all the past guests that we've had here on the show. And just a big, huge thanks to all of the people that have been here on my show. I'm very grateful uh, for all the guests that have been here. And tonight, uh, since I'm doing a solo show, but I always try to open the phone line. So if you have any, any questions and or comments tonight as I go through uh, this segment on couples and money, uh, the number is 917 917- Eight nine eight zero seven eight. Again, the number is nine one seven eight eight nine eight zero seven eight. Call in with your questions and or your comments. Well, let's get started. Um, 
I absolutely love this topic uh, that we're going to be talking about tonight, couples and money. Uh, I've done a, a couple of, well, a few seminars or workshops, summits, uh, dealing with uh, marriage, couples, relationships, and money. So this is a topic that is right down my alley. I'm so grateful to be married, coming up on 21 years now, happily married, should I say, uh, to the greatest woman of the world, my wife, Sheila. And we have really, really, uh, I would say, we have done a great job when it comes to managing our finances and working together as a couple in the area of money. So I want to, tonight, I kind of want to, I'm taking this from, uh, I have some questions that I would like to address that were asked of me on a separate platform. So I want to address those questions tonight. Uh, I think the information will be absolutely wonderful for all of my customers. I, customers, I can't, can't believe I say customers. All of my couples out there and those that are seeking to be uh, one day one, uh, being in a relationship. So, so tonight I want to address those questions because I think they're very important. And it would be great information to share with all of you. So let's get started. Couples and money during the days of COVID-19. Here's the first question that I was asked. Are you noticing happening with couples during the pandemic? What are you noticing happening with couples during this pandemic? Well, I want to kind of back up a little bit. Before this pandemic, a lot of couples were dealing with the normal daily interactions uh, with money, the daily issues that we all have from time to time with money. You know, you're working every day, doing the normal things that you would do in life, spending money on food and buying other clothing and other things that we need in life, uh, paying our monthly bills. Uh, some couples were doing well, and some, unfortunately, were struggling. Uh, you know, where the husband is spending money and the wife is trying to save money, and neither one of them are on the same page financially. And you had some couples who were communicating and some who were not communicating. And I want to say this. As I noted in my book, um, my first book that I wrote, Sacred Vows, The Not or Not, one big thing, one big, I say, uh, I guess, overview of the book, uh, a common theme of the book is communication. Communication has always been an issue with couples. It has been noted on several occasions that divorce, I, I'm not trying to go to that extreme, but I get, let me rephrase that. Roughly 50% of marriages end in divorce due to financial issues. I like to go a little bit further with that, though. It's, it's not just the financial issues. The problem is a little bit deeper than that. I believe it goes down to a lack of effective communication. I'm, I'm going to touch on, on that a little bit later, but just wanted to make a note of that. Keep that in the, in, the, in, the, in the thoughts of your mind right now. The biggest problem is the lack of effective communication. So before the pandemic, couples had their issues around finances. Now that we are in the midst of this pandemic, the temperature gauge 
has risen and it continued to rise in some relationships. I'm talking about fear, anxiety, worry, stress, disagreements. Fights and disagreements were going on before the pandemic, but unfortunately now when the financial situation has intensified because of the pandemic, I'm quite sure there are more arguments now, simply because let me, I did a show a few weeks ago talking about the effects of COVID-19. You know, when we, the pandemic first started happening, you know, back in January, and then we got to February and March, we had job losses. We had a slowdown of businesses. Uh, we had some businesses actually closed. Now we got record high in unemployment. Our kids uh, are being schooled at home. Well, now they're out of school, but at the time they were, they were brought back home to be schooled at home. And college students came back home. Even my daughter had to come back home uh, from Boston. So with a combination of all these things, the tension in many relationships have raised significantly. Give you a, a, a unique article that I read that, that kind of validates this. A wave of divorce filings is expected to break across the country when COVID-19 confinement ends, according to several divorce attorneys. Financial stress combined with confinement is also pushing some marriages to a legal and physical breaking point. This is from a, a comment of an article that I read by Susan Myers. She's the president of the American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers. She stated that they are fielding calls right now from people who are tired of being in the same house with each other. Now, I find that rather shocking, but that's what's happening during this pandemic. Now, hopefully that is not happening to you. If you're having some issues in your marriage due to financial concerns, try to work things out. And hopefully tonight I will be able to give you some keys or give you some tips on how to do that. We want to you know, take time and talk about the issues. And, and, I, I, and if you cannot make any headway, seek help. Seek help from your pastor. Speak with a counselor uh, or either work with a financial professionals, uh, financial prof professional to get you past this point. All right, that was the first question. Question number two. What do you see are some of the greatest challenges couples are facing that make navigating finances difficult? I'm going to repeat it again. What do you see are some of the biggest challenges couples are facing that make navigating finances difficult? Wow. Got, got to get a little water here. Biggest challenges. I'm going to stick with one. Because it, I, can, I can pretty much take this one and go for at least an hour, but I'm not going to hold an hour tonight. May have to come back on for another segment. But I want to address this one right here. Biggest challenge that I see with couples right now is a lack of communication. You cannot expect progress and peace in a relationship 
if you're not communicating. You cannot expect cooperation and consideration if you're not communicating. So communication is a key in a relationship and surely when it involves money. And when I say communication, I mean effective communication. So effective communication is a two-way relationship with agreeable actions. I talked about this in a marriage conference a couple of years ago. And just I'm going to give you my full definition that that I uh, came up with for the the marriage conference that I uh, uh, was involved in. Here's my full definition of when I say effective communication. Effective communication is the transference of information from two or more parties. It is an exchange of information between two or more people. It is the gathering or the compilation of information from two or more people. It is learning from two. And in this case of marriage, it is between the husband and the wife. In addition to effective communication, you must have agreeable actions thereafter. Hopefully you got that. Effective communication, transference of information between two two or more people, gathering or compiling information from two or more people, learning from two or more people, between husband and wife, all around agreeable actions thereafter. Now, when you do this repeatedly, it leads to trust. It builds trust in each other. The more you communicate, the more trust you can have. And I am a witness. It works. My wife and I, we are living proof that it works. Now, how does this relate to marriage and finances? You may be asking. Finances is an integral part of a marital relationship. I understand people saying, all we need is love. Well, what's love got to do with it? Per Tina Turner. We need more than just love in a good relationship. We need more than just love when it comes to money. Let me read you off a couple of these uh, statistics. The number one issue couples fight about is, let me get this right. According to a survey by Ramsey Solutions, money fights are the second leading cause of divorce behind infidelity. Check this next one. Roughly 2 million marriages take place each year, according to the National Center for Health Statistics. At the same time, there are about 800,000 divorces or annulments. Interesting. Lastly, the leading cause of stress in a relationship is finances, according to a 2015 study by SunTrust Bank. The research found that 35% of people named money as the primary trouble spot with their partner. So finances 
very important. Finances can be a thrill ride in a relationship, especially if both husband and wife lack effective communication and trust. Okay, so here are some takeaways. Here are some things that you can do to help improve your communication in your marriage around finances, especially during these days of COVID-19 where we have additional pressures upon our households. These are not necessarily in any particular order, but I just want to give you uh, five. I got a little bit more, but I'm going to give you five tonight. Number one, schedule money talk sessions periodically. You may have heard me say here on the show, I had my wife on the show a, a few times, and we did a couple's show one night, and we talked about how we come together at least once or twice a month, what we call a powwow. We have a powwow meeting. So we meet together twice, at least once or twice a month, and we talk about what we spent, what went on with our finances, what is going on with our finances now, and what we plan to do with our finances in the future. So we make sure that we're all on the same page. So schedule money talk sessions periodically going forward. Number two, it's not always about the dollars and cents. It's about respecting and regarding each other. Did you get that? It's not always about the money. It's about respecting and regarding each other. And when I say respecting and regarding each other, I'm talking about each other's suggestions or ideas or viewpoints around money. And make sure that you validate each other. You may have a great suggestion one day and your spouse may have, another, may have a great suggestion tomorrow. But make sure you validate each other when it comes to suggestions, ideas, and viewpoints around money. Number three. If you have never talked about your history or your upbringing around money, this is a great time to do it. Uh, some of us are still kind of locked down to our homes or either you're working out of your homes. This is a great time to sit down and express your viewpoints, express your level of understanding around money with your spouse. Remember, effective communication involves gathering information. So this is a great time, a great opportunity to do that. Number four, which I think is probably one of the best out of this group, establish roles and responsibility. Now, this goes back. When I did my segment in the workshop, I went further in details. I'm only giving you just a glimpse of this. And by the way, I am available as soon as all this passes or if you're needing a speaker for any type of virtual type summit on these topics, uh, please let me know. I would love to do a segment, uh, this particular segment, where I can give you a lot more information talking about uh, uh, communicating uh, with your spouse regarding your finances. So just want to put that plug in. But it's important that you establish roles and responsibilities. Now, this goes back to the agreeable actions that I stated earlier. Give you an example. My wife and I, years ago, we got married. We sat down. Well, actually, we talked about our finances during premarital counseling. So we had, we started off a little, probably the, the race a little bit better than some other couples. But regardless of where you are, 
you can establish roles and responsibilities right now. That means, for example, with me and my wife, my wife handles writing the checks to make sure that our monthly bills, monthly expenses are taken care of, that they are paid for. Uh, We both oversee our overall budget, but she pretty much handles the budget as well. We actually go over it. That's part of that powwow meeting that I mentioned earlier. My job is to oversee our retirement accounts, and I also review all of our monthly statements to make sure that all of the billing uh, amounts are correct. So we have different roles and different responsibilities, and then we have some shared responsibilities. If you don't have that in your relationship, I would encourage you to do so. It would improve your communication around your marriage regarding finances. And last one, number five, pray. Pray, pray, pray. Pray over yourselves, pray over your marriage, pray over your finances. Learn what is the best way to utilize your finances in your relationship. And what better way than do it than to pray? So I'd encourage you to make sure you spend time in prayer together over your finances. So those are my, some of my takeaways regarding that particular question. Uh, and, and also, too, effective communication is not just for your finances. It's important that we effectively communicate with each other in the other areas of our relationship, you know, with family, with sex and intimacy, All those areas are vitally important, and if we are not uh, effectively communicating with each other, we're going to have, you're going to have problems in your relationship. Uh, Put another plug, my my book, Sacred Vows, The Knot, A Knot, it addresses what I call four pillars of a relationship, family, finances, lifestyle, and sex and intimacy. The great part that I like about this book at the end of those major chapters, family, finances, lifestyle, and sex and intimacy, there are a list of questions that you must address. Those questions are geared toward getting you to effectively communicate so that you would be on the same page when it comes to those four different areas of your relationship. All right, moving on. Like I said, this is a condensed version of what I would normally do in a uh, workshop or, or a type of setting. So I'm kind of giving you basically an overview, uh, but some of these answers hopefully will be able to help you while we're in COVID-19 days. And the last question, what are some things that couples need to do as we navigate our finances during COVID-19? What are some things that couples need to do as we navigate finances during COVID-19? I got four things. I'm, I'm going to, I can't spend too much time with them. Like I said, with, uh, I, I have more information than I do time. We'll leave it like that. So here's some things that you can, we, we, we need to do. Number one. Pause and breathe. Take a step back and take time to assess your finances. I repeat, pause, breathe, take a step back. Take time to assess your financial outlook. 
Then begin to plan for your future. While you're at home with your spouse right now, plan time to talk about your financial outlook. Talk about what's going on right now. And then talk about what lies in the days ahead. Here's a great time to start planning for your days ahead. If you have not done that, it's vitally important to have short-term goals, intermediate goals, either long-term goals, and what better time right now to do that during this time of being at home during COVID-19. So these just, these just some things that we can do to keep our relationship going in the right direction. So what are some things that couple need to do to navigate their finances? That was number one. Number two, review your budget and look for ways to reduce your expenses and any discretionary spending. You got that? Review your budget and look for ways to reduce your expenses and any other discretionary spending. Now, for some of you, you haven't created the budget. You don't live on the budget. Well, today is the day that you need to create and establish a budget for you and your spouse and your home. And then live by it every day going forward. Regardless of how much money you make or how less money you make, we all need to be on the budget. We need to know how much money is coming into our homes, how much money is going out of our homes. We need to know what we're spending our money on. We need to know what we are uh, dedicating time and attention to regarding our money. And that means going line item by line item. We need to account for our spending. So budgeting, if you need help, just reach out to me. Go to my website, shipmentconsultant.com, and click on the Contact Us page and send me a message and uh, I'll reach back at you and see if we can help establishing a budget. Number three, start an emergency fund. Probably asking, well, what is an emergency fund? An emergency fund is not a shoe fund, ladies. An emergency fund is not a toy fund. Guys can't get TVs and sound system. That's not that shouldn't be taken out of your emergency fund. An emergency fund is, is basically an account set aside that uh, you can start out with a, few, with a few hundred dollars in it. And you want to gradually add to it until you reach the dollar amount that's equivalent to four to six months of your expenses. You always want to have an emergency fund because things will come up throughout life. I always say life happens. Car breaks down. Refrigerator goes out. Or you, you, you lose your job, unfortunately, something like that. You always have some money that you can fall back on to take care of those monthly expenses for a set time. And like I said, you can start small and, and gradually add to it until you reach that amount of four to six months of your expenses. And lastly, number four. Work with a financial coach on a periodic basis to keep you financially in shape. Now, having a financial coach 
can keep you accountable to your financial goals and your spending. They are also there to help you address financial questions that you may have along your journey. So this is one reason why I love this topic, uh, because I have lived it personally. I'm 21 years into a great marriage, and God knows that we've had our ups and downs uh, from job loss to health issues and things like that that, has, uh, that have affected our money and our cash flow. But we've, because we plan, because we have things set in place, uh, we've always come out on top. And my job is to help you to live life to the fullest. So I'm doing this information here tonight. Well, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that it was beneficial to all of you couples. Remember to hang in there. Uh, hopefully, these days of COVID-19 will uh, come down to where we're, well, let me just say this, as I said at the beginning of the show, let us all do our part. If we all do our part uh, in, 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 in flattening the curve, I would say flattening the curve nationwide, wash your hands, use sanitizer, stay in if at all possible, or, you know, limit your going out. I know it's like a 50-50, we want the economy to go, but it's a hard call to make. Just be careful as you go out. Wear a mask if you're going out. Do the things that's necessary to take care of yourselves and to take care of your families. So that's a wrap for tonight. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the line of Shipman Shape Your Finances show. You can catch my show every Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you haven't touched base with me on social media, I would encourage you to do so. You can catch me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn. I also have a YouTube channel where I've actually put out some videos, uh, great learning videos, some student success videos, uh, as well as some video clips of some past speaking engagements. So uh, go out and check it out. And uh, I mentioned my one book, Sacred Vows, The Not and Not, but I also wrote a finance book called Money Responsibly. I actually had it published back in January. If you desire to have a copy of that book, uh, you can go to Amazon and get a copy. Or if you would like to have an autographed copy, you can go to my website at shipmentconsulting.com, click on the Contact Us page, and submit your request of wanting an autographed copy and we will get an autographed copy there in your hands. Now, we're coming down to a close right now, and I, well, I think I do have a caller here. I'm going to open up. Uh, I got a couple of lines here. I can take a couple of questions. I only have about five minutes here. Um, I'm going to call out the last uh, of the phone number. If you can please give me your name and where you're from, your question and or your comment, or if you can just, if you're just listening, that's fine. But if you had a question and or a comment, the last four numbers of the phone number is nine seven nine five. Question or comment. Okay. I take it that they're just listening in. So we're at the end of our show. Thank you again for tuning in tonight. Remember these words regarding your money and your life. Give cheerfully, 
spend carefully, and invest wisely. We will talk with you next week. But before we go, you know I always have to have some music play here. Check out this tune from Mr. Randy Scott. The name of the song is Breathe. Take care, everyone. Mm-hmm.